so 2 Corinthians chapter 5, let's go. I got, I got a little time. I got about 30 minutes. I'm going to use them. We are in part three. Said part three. Part three of confusion by mixture. The identity crisis of the believer. You know, I, I told you before, a lot of you thought we were coming from the perspective of why we shouldn't drink, shouldn't dance, shouldn't wear earrings. And, and I don't really have time to deal with that. Um, I think if you deal with this, this will deal with that. And so listen very carefully to what we've been saying here. Um, and I don't have time each week to go through recap. You know, I'm a, I'm a recap preacher. And I end up, she gets on me because I start recapping and never get to what I'm supposed to get to. So I'm not going to do that. I'm going to jump right to each part each week, which means you got to go home. You got to rewatch the video. You got to look at, do, pull down the app, the, the, the MP4, whatever, because it's all free. Chay never said the word is free. We used to charge you to download. We just put it out there. So go take advantage of that when you leave here and keep up on what's going on. If you miss church, listen to what you miss. Because when we come back this week, we're going to just start where we, where we left off. We won't go back and recap you. And so we've been through um, these different parts regarding um, um, the identity of the believer. And the first part was what? What was the first thing we talked about here? Come on, what, pull your notes up. Uh, pull your, get off Facebook, get your notes out. Our identity without Christ. You cannot deal with this crisis without first talking about our identity without Christ. The second thing we dealt with was what? Come on here. What Jesus did. Come on here. I need y'all to talk back to me here. Get your notes out. See, some of y'all have your phones. I think y'all be playing Candy Crush. So number one was what? Come on here. Without Christ. Number two was... What Jesus did for us. And then number three is what we'll pick up today. Number three is, are you ready? I said, are you ready? Number three is, number three is, let me find it. Number three is, I got so many notes up here. Number three is, number three is, (laughs) just messing with you. What happened to us because of what Jesus did? So the first part was my identity without Christ because we all had one. We were messed up. We were destined for hell. We deserved hell. Okay. And then we talked about what he did for us. Now, what happened to us because of what he did? See, none of this was taught to me earlier on. And so I didn't understand um, how I was trying to keep his statutes and kept falling short. Um, you got to get revelation on this because some of us think because we're in grace now, the statutes of God don't exist anymore. That's not true. You are now empowered to keep them because of um, um, his grace. Come, somebody come fix this. I feel like. Okay. So say this, what happened to us because of what Jesus did? Second Corinthians chapter five, look at verse number 17, very familiar scripture. You there five and 17 says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away and behold, all things are become new. Don't read this like you've read it before. What did I just say? 
don't read this like you've read it before. Let's read it together out loud, everybody. Verse number 17. I want it in the, the King James first. King James Version first. You ready? Read. Therefore, stop. Everybody put on your best Sunday morning. Um, I'm having great dinner after this service voice. That somebody else going to pay for. Put that voice on. You, ready? you say, oh, I got it now. Okay, all right. Ready? Read. There, uh-huh. If any man. He is. Stop. He's a new creature. Underline that. Stop reading over that so fast. That's strong stuff. If you're in Christ, you're a new creature. Creation. Write this down. Species of being that never existed before. That's what that means. So stop reading through this real quick. If you're in Christ, you're a new creature. A new creation. A new species of being. A new, listen, human. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. When you see this last part of all things are become new, it's not talking about your spirit. Because your spirit was instantly made new when you accepted Christ. You instantly became a new human being. That's strong stuff. We're going to talk about it. So, so Rev, if I became a new human being, then what's going on? Because they told me when I got saved, I looked at my hands and my hands looked new. And I looked at my feet and they did too. And I don't do what I used to do. And a lot of that, that's a lie. My hands still look the same. And I still wear a size 13 shoe. And some of the stuff that I wasn't doing before, I'm still doing. Turn to me and say, let's talk about it then. If any man be in Christ, he is a new Creature, come on, creation, come on, species of being, come on, human being, you're brand new. Your spirit, not this, this is the house that you live in, but you became new instantly. Now go to John chapter number one. We're in classroom mode here. Mm hmm. John chapter number one. Are you there? When you're there, say, I'm there. You became instantly a righteous creation, listen, with the nature of God. You instantly snapped back into everything Adam lost. Catch me. John chapter number one, verse number one. When you have it, say, I have it. You need more time, say, wait a minute. Everybody got it, good. And there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus. Huh? That's not where y'all at? Where y'all at? Well, I'm in John chapter 3. Y'all want to hear what I'm talking about. What did I say? I said one. Oh, my bad. You ain't got to holler. John chapter 3, verse number 1. Oh, man, this is good stuff. I've been going through this for about three years, man. 
This here blessed my whole life, my entire life, as y'all say. You ready? John 3, 1. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus. You can call him Nick, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night, see, Nick at night, and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher from God. Underline that, a teacher from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And Nicodemus said, now now wait a minute. How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? How am I going to be born again? Do I get back? How does this happen? And Jesus answered again. He says, verily, verily. Come on, say verily, verily. I say unto thee, except the man be born of water and of spirit. You need two natural parents to be born naturally. And you need two spiritual parents to be born spiritually. He said of the water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of flesh is flesh. Produce natural. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. Verse number eight. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh. This King James is something else, man. And whither it go. Pull this up in the NLT. Man, James got a lot going on here. You better try and get tongue-tied, man. <laughs> Go back to verse number six. Now, what you say, humans can produce only human life. Ain't that much better? But the Holy Spirit gives birth to spiritual life. Verse number seven. So don't be surprised when I say you must be born again. I like this verse. The wind blows wherever it wants. And just as you can hear the wind but can't tell where it comes from or where it is going so you can't explain how people are born of the spirit. When, when you're born of the spirit, man, it's like the wind. That's why you can't be in there judging people because you don't even know who you're sitting next to. You could be sitting next to an ex-street walker, ex-drug addict, somebody been convicted of, of, of crime, somebody been locked up, somebody got HIV, somebody got AIDS, somebody, somebody that had five abortions. You can't judge nobody because now we all been born again and we don't even look like what we've been through. It's like the wind. Verse number nine. How are these things possible? Nicodemus asked. How are we going to do this? And Jesus replied, um, you are a respected Jewish teacher and yet you don't understand these things he says he says you you are a Jewish religious teacher and you never heard of this he, he, he says now wait a minute Nicodemus what I'm telling you ain't nothing new how are you a respected teacher and you never heard of this 
Jesus was replying that you should have heard of this before. Where would he have heard this then? In the old covenant. Because it was prophesied what Jesus would do in us in the old covenant. I told you before, nothing happens in the earth realm without it first being revealed and released through his prophets. Go to Ezekiel, Ezekiel 36. Go to Ezekiel 36. He said, Nicodemus, you should, you should know what this is. He says, you must be born again. He said, how, how that supposed to happen? Do I go back to my mother's womb? He said, Nick, you a teacher. You should know this. Ezekiel 36. When you get there, say, I'm there. Now, Ezekiel is over here on page 824, I think. You know, I told y'all, I'm going to keep telling y'all, you got to get back in your Bible. Because I've been clipping this iPad so long, I forgot where Ezekiel was and where Samuel was and Judges. And, and okay, let me go back to the table of contents. It's on page 728. Y'all laughing tell you the truth. See, I, you, I ain't up here trying to cut no corners and be funny with y'all and play no games. That's why some of y'all in the shape of y'all think about what everybody's going to say about you. You, you got to get to a place where you divorce yourself from the opinions of people. Cut the ties. I'm trying to grow in God. Come on here, so don't be, don't be ashamed. And if, and if you sin by somebody, you know where that, help them find it. You see when Ezekiel and their book is in Joshua, help them find Ezekiel. <laughs> Ezekiel 36. Verse number 25. Mm-hmm. Then will I sprinkle clean water upon you, and ye shall be clean from all your filthiness and from all your idols will I cleanse you. A new heart also will I give you. Underline a new heart. We're talking about what happened to us. You didn't just Get saved to miss hell. Go back to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Once we get this man, once you get this, you are unstoppable. Come on, 5 and 17. Go back to that other verse we read earlier. Because we think we came up to the altar and we was crying and we felt bad about our sin and we gave the preacher our hand and we gave God our heart and now I ain't got to go to hell for nobody because I got saved at my church last week. That's true. But that's incomplete. Because you, your package was more than just you missing hell. Your package was you got a whole new heart. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. When you walked up here, you walked up here hooked on drugs, you walked up here a liar, you walked up here a cheater, you walked up here cheating on your income tax, you walked up here, you had been through a whole lot of crap, you walked up here, you, 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 you was living in a gay lifestyle, you walked up here, you was hooked on, on, on cocaine, you used to drink alcohol, you dated two women and a man, you, you did all this stuff, and you gave your life to Jesus, and, and, and when you turned around and walked away, you was a whole new person. The same person that walked up here ain't the same person that turned around. 
And see, when you don't teach this, we get real religious about it and we sing songs about it and make cliches about it, but we really don't understand it. And I think we've been guilty of knowing more than we understand. So when I came up here and said that prayer and turned around, I walked away an entirely brand new person, a new human being, a new heart, new spirit. I got it all. So how did that happen? How did that happen, Nicodemus? John chapter three, we just read it. He says, you're born of the water and of the spirit. You don't go back into your, that's why I tell people when you come up here and you say that prayer, you cannot take that lightly. Something happens on the inside of you. I don't care what you come up here with. I don't care what you're born with. He says you must be, John 3, born again. See, I don't believe folk can be born gay. I do. If you can be born with a cocaine addiction, you can be born gay. Because we were all born in, I, I lost the whole church. We were all born into what? Into what? The nature of what? Sin. So how do you explain a baby who's three days old comes out of the womb with a heroin addiction? I'll wait. If they can be born that way, you can be born with something else, same gender loving or whatever you're going to call it. You can be born alcoholic tendencies. You can be born with bitterness in your heart. That's why it don't matter what it is because you got to be born again anyway. You can be born and never do nothing wrong. Never even leave the hospital. They can keep you in the hospital room with white pads and white sheets and you never leave. Nobody never touch you. You never touch nobody. And you still got to be born again. Because of what Adam did, we were born into sin. Into not because what we did, because what he did. And because of what Jesus did, we've now been made righteous. But you got to accept what he did. And when you accept what he did, you get a whole new heart. New species of being. New human being that never existed before. Look, go back to Ezekiel 36. I'm trying to unpack this real slow. A new heart, verse 26, also will I give you. And a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart of your flesh, the rebellious heart against God. And I will give you a heart of flesh, a tender, responsive heart, and I will put my spirit within you. Here's the part we miss. Before this process, you can't keep the statutes. That's why it's so so retarded. It's so crazy. It's so silly to expect sinners to keep the statutes of God. They can't. But once you become a new person and I put my spirit in you. Now you can live with a sense of aboveness for the first time and not beneath. When we say I'm above only not beneath, it's talking about your living. You're keeping the statutes of the word of God. I can do it now. I couldn't do it before. But now I can do it because of what he did and me accepting what he did and walking in what he did. I'm now enabled to keep the statutes of God. Let's keep reading it. Look, look, I'll put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes. 
and you shall keep my judgments and you shall do them. So because of what he did, this is what happened to us. Now go to Jude 24. J-U-D-E. That's way back in the back next to Revelations. Jude. Are y'all still here? Uh. Now we are enabled to walk and keep the word concerning our living because of what he did and what happened to us. So Jude 24 says, and we always heard this as a benediction. This is not a benediction. Now unto him. Read like this. Not he's able, but you're able. To keep from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. Said now unto him. So because of what happened to us, we can now keep the commandments of the Lord. Because we didn't just come, say a prayer and got a ticket for heaven. We got a brand new heart. A new spirit. This is what happened to us. I told you about that pig. I heard about that pig. I heard about the pig. You take a pig. And you bring them in from the mud. You wash them up. Give them a manicure and pedicure. Put them a lifeline t-shirt on and some jeans. Comb his little pig's hair. Come on here. Put a little cologne on them. A little oil. Put a little deodorant on them. Listen here. And let them go. Where's that pig going? Why? Mud is what he do. That's what he knows. Write this down. Because cleansing alone is not sufficient. He didn't just cleanse you. You got a whole new heart. Now you take that same pig. You bring him in the house. You got a manicure, pedicure. Comb his little pig hair. Put some oil sheen in it. Put a nice lifeline t-shirt on or a Wonder Woman, London Woman t-shirt or something. Some jeans and nice gym shoes. Put a little cologne on them, a little deodorant. And then knock him in the head. Knock him out. And while he's out, open his chest. Take his heart out. Take that pig heart out. And put a put a nice look, maybe a kidney heart or Jesus heart. Put another, put a put a good heart in there. So I'm back up. Wake him up. What's that pig gonna do? Yeah, don't be scared. What he's gonna do? He's running right back to the mud. Why? Because mud is what he do. But this time when he gets out there, the mud not gonna feel the same. Because something happened on the inside of me. And the church has been trying to clean the pig and send him back out there to sing, to dance. The cleansing is not sufficient. So the pig goes back out, gets right back in the mud. But this time, 
the mud don't feel the same. That's why once you come to Jesus and accept what Jesus did for us, you say that prayer and you go back for real, for real, the mud don't feel the same. You may still go out with your girlfriends like you normally do. You may order the drink and two sips in, you say, ah, it don't even taste the same. Girl, go ahead. That's your drink. It don't taste the same no more. What's wrong with you? Ain't nothing wrong with me. You tripping. I ain't tripping. Well, drink the drink. I don't want it. <laughs> what they gonna say? You've been going to that church, ain't you? What they do to you at that church? You say, I don't know what happened. I just went up there and said a prayer and something in me clicked. Some change in, inside of me. It's like, it's like you had a couple and they shacking. Y'all stay right here. And they do what they do. They still come to church. And they still serve and love the Lord with all their heart. They really do. And one Sunday there's an altar call. And Lucius is sitting in the back with. What's Lucius' wife's name? What's her wife? With Cookie. And Cookie said, Lucius, I'm going out here to the front to say this prayer. I feel ready to go down here. He said, well, you're going on that. I ain't going down there. He said, I'm going down here to say the prayer. Cookie come down here and say the prayer. She goes back home. They still shacking. They do what they do all the time. He cook dinner, they eat, watch the little TV, watch some of their shows, have a little fun time, a little, little sex time. And they get through what they, what they do. Sit up in the bed. And he said, uh, what's wrong with you, Cookie? Nothing, nothing. You, you, act, you, you okay? I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. You sure? Well, since you want to ask, yeah, all, all this is wrong with me, all this. You've been dating five years. We got two kids. You still ain't married me. She's been to church. You're down there tripping now. No, I'm not tripping. I said a prayer and something happened on the inside of me. All of 2 Corinthians five seventeen happened to me. And so now the mud we used to be cool in don't feel the same no more. You got somebody else? I ain't got nobody else. You got somebody else, don't you? Let me, let me see your phone. You got to see my phone. I ain't got nobody else. You know who I got? I got Jesus. That's who I got. Because cleansing alone is insufficient. So you can't talk about this whole thing without talking about our identity without Christ, what he did for us, and what happened to us. When you talk about what happened to us, it gets you revelation that you didn't have before. And because of what happened to me, now I can do what I don't want to do or couldn't do before. Now the cigarettes don't taste the same. The liquor don't taste the same. All your friends start, you start looking at them in a different way like, yeah, you, I thought you were, you, I, so you, they keep calling, you don't want to hang out no more because it's like, ah, uh, the guy you've been dating, now you're like, you, I didn't, 
I didn't even know you was ugly. You sure is ugly. Because now you can see. Because y'all keep doing the same thing. You go to eat red lobster, all you can eat shrimp. And you sitting there looking at him and you like you got your biscuit, you're like. Because before this happened to you. See, he didn't have no teeth before. His breath was bad before. Come on here. But if any man be in Christ, this is what happened to us. This is what happened to us. We got to take the religion off of it and stop being superficial and, and all these cliches and all this bucking and jacking. This is what happened to me. And because of what happened to me, Number four is this. How I should now live. So our identity without Christ. What Jesus did for us. What happened to us because of what Jesus did. And number four, now how I should live. Because of what he did. If you get it in this order. And get this revelation. We ain't got to say. Pull your skirt down. Pull your, pull your bra up. Take off this. And don't put that on. And don't pierce that. And don't go. You ain't got to go through all of that. So we've had just a whole lot of legalism. Don't, don't, don't. Stop, stop, stop. Don't, don't, don't. Stop, stop. Because nobody knows who they are. But when you know who you are, when you know you are a lady, you act like a lady. When you know you're a man, you act like a man. I ain't got to say be a man. Act like a man. Put your chest out. Deepen your voice. Come on. You ain't got to do all that. You don't go and tell a dog, act like a dog. You know your dogs. You know your dog. They, 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 they rough and they lick themselves. They do what dogs do. And they didn't go to dog B class. We spent years telling the Christians what not to do instead of telling them who they are. And it's almost like a kid. You keep telling them don't touch the stove. They're going to touch the stove. It's almost, it's what is that, curiosity? It's like we, we went to, went to, to Ruth Chris um, to eat these, to, to, to eat, it was a while back, and you know, they bring your steak on the hot plate, right? The plate's still sizzling and the, the butter, oh Jesus. The butter is popping, I mean the plate is like 400 degrees, right? And they tell you, they tell you when they don't touch the plate. Well, the good deacon here was with us. And deacon, He wanted to see. He touched the plate. Plate burned you. We've been telling people and using scriptures wrong. Don't play a fire, gonna get burned. Tell them who they are. Once we know who we are and what he did for us, ah, and what happened to us now. We can talk about how we should live. As a believer, 
I'm about, to, I'm, about to, I'm about to hit you with this. As a believer and according to your culture, your race. I just lost everybody. We just all, we all believers. It ain't no color. There's color. We just all believers. We just all love God. We all go in heaven. Yes, but ain't no color. There's color. I'm black. I'm black. Are you black? <laughs> you black? Yes. Okay. So said we're gonna talk about this. Because we have been bamboozled. Run amok. Led astray. Look, 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 look. With this. I was watching the movie. Um, I think it's called 10 Years a Slave or 12 Years a Slave. And they would have service out there in the field. And the guy would come and preach to them and just twist the scripture all up. You know, twist means wicked. So he would give them a wicked word to govern them by from the scripture to keep them a slave. Now we off the plantation. We got to now get the plantation out of us. So when you rightly divide this, it's designed to get the plantation out of you. That's what the wilderness is for. I told you last week. From Egypt through the wilderness to the promised land. The wilderness was designed to get all of Egypt out of them. So they get to the promised land, they can enjoy it. The land of milk and honey. And in the wilderness, they fought him. They said, ah, no. Give us another leader. He was trying to take them into something that God had ordained. Are y'all listening to me? So our identity without Christ. Number two. What Jesus did. Number three. I'm waiting on y'all. And number four. How will you be here next week, Al? I need you next week for an illustration. I'm going to show you next Sunday how we should live. That's all I got for today. Because if I go into number four, we'll be here. So I'll save number four to next week. Will you come back next week? we should live because of what he's done for us and what happened to us. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that the entrance of your word brings light. So we thank you that the eyes of our hearts are open to see your word clearly. We thank you for wisdom and understanding. We thank you for words to live by. Thank you for correcting us and bringing us into a place where we can live fully as you intended. 
because of what you've done for us. We thank you. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Did you receive the word? Clap your hands real loud.